It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Since March, but Team Bear Sports Podcast is back with another episode. We are now in August, took a little bit of a hiatus. Jackson, Kevin here. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, Jackson, how do you want to start back with our, our first episode back? In- um, you know, first of all, so many people on the internet were saying, what happened to us? Did we break up? I know our 17 followers... Uh, we're, we're very discouraged, but we're back. I think we just wanted to enjoy the summer. Um, and you know, we're also adults in our thirties. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of hard. Uh, it's, this isn't our major uh, or any source of income. So it's no, not like, no, it's not. that, that'd actually be awesome if it was. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, life events for me, uh, I'm engaged there we go. Yeah, Getting married. We did, did the math, or you did the math, and it was two days. Our last episode was two days before you said yes. you got engaged. So yep, that I got engaged know. March 16th, 2023. The last podcast we did was March uh, 14th. I saw on our little records before we logged in. Um, but yeah, you know, it's we're we're going to do a destination wedding. Um, we're and obviously. Kevin is a groomsman. He's one of my groomsmen for those who don't know, because yeah, I right. did not tell anybody on our podcast because we haven't done a podcast. Um, Basically, since you got engaged, you have the podcast has not happened. So it's it's all your engagement's fault that it, we have done I, a podcast. You know, Nothing, listen, I like, like you said, three 30 year old dudes with lives outside of this. Yeah. Very busy lives. Just yeah. the engagement. Just the engagement. Um, oh, here's a funny thing so I, I i do a lot i've been playing a lot of softball uh this summer and uh you know i was in a little bit of a funk um you know it's 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 a competitive non-competitive league right it's co-ed we play in the mall we use wooden bats um yeah you get some tryhards but for the most part it's just like a fun beer league on wednesday nights um yeah, a lot afterwards I, that's that's what most yeah people there's do. times i have to go to work and i have to bring my suit with me because there's games like right at six o'clock and I have to like walk there. Mm. Uh, but it's cool to play right by the Washington monument. Um, however, you know, I was like in a bad like slump, you know, just not making good contact. And, you know, when I was younger, my grandpa taught me how to switch hit. Right. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to bat lefty for the next two games. I went five for seven going lefty, Kevin. There you go. So you were just batting the wrong way for the whole season. I went lefty and like I got like four doubles and, you know, a, a, no, I got like three or four double or th- two or three doubles and a couple singles. And I'm like, I think I'm just going to stick to lefty for a little bit. You know, <laughs> what, what did your teammates what did your teammates say when you just went up there batting a completely different stance? Were they like, uh, does he know what he's doing? Is he drunk? Well, so, Is... yeah. Well, th- yes. So we had an uh we just missed the playoffs this year. We lost, we went two and four, but all four of our games, we lost by one run and three of them were by walk-offs. So that's pretty hard to do. 
that, that's, that's almost just, like that's, that's devastating almost, to team morale. It's it's almost impossible in softball to do that. Um, but um, it was weird. So I, I told them the week before, like the day, the first week I did it, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bat lefty today, and they're like, why? I'm like, I was like, I'm in a slump. Fuck it. So I got like a good warm up in, took some hard cuts, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. First bat, boom, single right up the middle. Um, and everyone on my team was like, where was that? I'm like, I, I don't know. So yeah, we had one of those, like, things where you shrug, you know, like, I don't know. We had a bye week and we had two people out the last two weeks before and they were back and I was like warming up and they're like, Jackson, what are you doing batting lefty? And I got some cuts in and they're like, okay, bat lefty. And I went like three for three. It was, it was fun. Well, there you go. I mean, not, not, are you still considering yourself a switch hitter or are you just claiming lefty now? Is there, um, well, the swing isn't a good lefty swing, you know, it's not a, like a Jim Edmonds, Ken Griffey Jr. swing. It's not sexy. It's just, it's not sexy. It it's like a done. big tomahawk in it. Um, but yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Kevin, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I mean, I was telling you that the last time we did an episode of the podcast, I mean, I always record from our basement. And the last time we did that, it was a completely unfinished basement. And now where I'm sitting in a completely finished basement, took the summer and before that to kind of slowly get things done with the help of uh, Kate's uncle. And then we did a lot of things here. So now, now I'm sitting in a basement, completely finished, nice new floors, new couch down here. So, but that's pretty much been, uh, you know, the big to do around here. Do you feel like the house is like full now? It's like completed or... What's the uh, next project? The, the stairs to the basement are still unfinished. I mean, like, there's still drywall that's been painted. Uh, so that part's done. But just, like, we're him and hawing. I don't know what to do with the stairs. Do we do carpet? Do we could, uh, continue the laminate up the stairs? So that's mm. – but, I mean, just being down here and, and, like, able to watch TV. Like, it's it's nice to have another, like, living space. And, like, I'm doing the recording on train, uh, Hayes' train table. So I got well, Thomas the Trains I, I chilling had those. here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does feel just nice to have like an extra livable room. Cause before it was just like where we dumped our storage. Crap. Yeah. Like our holiday stuff. And now that's all tucked away in a closet that's built down here and under the stairs. So yeah. and then we, did some, we did some traveling, went to California, uh, I got to catch a Dodgers game, which was cool. Uh, do all the California things. And then that's been about it. We're going to Florida in a, in a week. So. Nice. That's kind of how we're wrapping up summer before school starts up. What, you're going into year nine teaching? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure year nine. That's after after year five, I was just kind of like. Kept it's all stuck. blur. Yeah, stop keeping track. Once you get tenure, you're kind of. You're good to yeah. go. Yeah, you don't need to really keep you track. You get those anymore. union money and you're good. Exactly. But uh, uh, yeah, that's that's been about it. I mean, and to be honest, I have not really been keeping up too much on. Baseball, to say the least, I mean, I've been keeping more track of the other sports just because for my sanity and happiness, I think if I, I kept watching the White Sox, I might, you might not see me on here because I wouldn't want to talk about it, but because I've been aloof of baseball, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm cool to talk about it. I have no yeah personal connection to this team. It's just kind of like numbness where I'm just like, whatever, it's the White Sox, but it, it's, I mean, I, it's, it's nice, you know, you guys 
made fun of me for a long time for not having a uh, a TV, but having a TV and having like a baseball game on where I can also do this. And I think just having a, a cause there's nothing worse in like late July through like September when your baseball team sucks and you're like, God, we got to get to some type of football, whether yeah, it's college or pro Yeah. You're looking forward to preseason and how long preseason takes um, psychologically. But like, and like I, I, at the beginning of the year, if you would told me where the Cubs are at, where they're at right now, like I'd be like, well, maybe cause the division, but like the Cardinals are going to run away with it. And, you know, seeing how bad the Cardinals are, it's, you know, amazing. And then you start getting those like, emotions back to like 2015 we're like man you got to win like every game now like you're you're fighting for a wild card you're fighting for a division you're i'm like looking up other scores every day trying to do like the magic number and you're like man this is fun again like yeah yeah um you're, you're like oh what what's what's miami doing what's the brewers doing what's the like, reds uh, doing yeah gives you some like uh skin in the game and just like a random game that might be on TV. Like, Oh, the reds are playing the Padres. I have to to follow that score. You know, like what's, what's the magic number? You know, I think the magic numbers like 50 or something. I, um, but you, you know, like, cause there is nothing worse than the dog days of baseball. And like, I think if you're a team in last place or non or like, you're just not competing, this is like the dog days. It's like August and cause like September, I think there could be a little bit of a rush, even though games aren't, if your team sucks, but like they bring up the call ups, like, okay, who's going to be on the team next year? Who could be exactly. a big trade? Um, you know, I'll, g- I'll give you my uh, dog days. Like what I've watched instead. Like, I think I've watched more of that TBT basketball tournament. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. I watch. I watched, multiple like almost full games because i was like i i'm not gonna turn on the white Sox. they're bad dude did you they're... expect them to be this bad uh dude, jimmy no this, the, cup, no. the guys the, the guys who the or the, the guy who the cubs traded for just got another hit like jamie or kelly that this that all the guy he, does he was a, a he was a cub i believe right he was yeah yeah he barely played but yeah. yeah he was like a minor league guy when you had him but that's that's pretty low like and especially for you who like not having a major college football team to follow where it's like, oh, I got to wait till the bears, you know, I got to wait till like the second week of September. I know I was just, I was just talking to my dad the other day and I was like, it's sad. I mean, it's, it's not sad, but it's more so like unbelievable that right now the two teams that like I root for that have the big, biggest, like, encouraging chance to do well are the bears and the blackhawks like i know the blackhawks are ways away but i mean with bedard and all that oh we you, yeah we totally forgot blackhawks got bedard <laughs> like, if, you, if you would have told me that the bears are going to be have the yeah. like, give, give you the most excitement out of any team i'd have been like you're lying being two years removed from Nagy. so yeah i i i think you know that's that's crazy that we even talk about Bedard and that how that kid is only 17 years old is just he looks he looks like a man already that kid, kid, kid yeah I mean as much as like we joked about and like 
all the bandwagon fans of the Blackhawks when yeah you know, they when we were in college. Cups. Yeah, and it's it's good for the town, good for it, it is weird everything, but it is weird that um when they got Kane and Taves, Bill Wirtz died, and then when they got Bedard, Rocky died. Yeah, um, and I know people soured on Rocky, and then Rocky's name got cleared in the investigation. Um, but you know, it's it's weird how that. Yeah, and you know, obviously, you and I watched a lot of hockey in, in college. Um, I mean, who who wouldn't? They were fucking amazing. But yeah, them getting the first round draft pick. But I think also, you know, going into this year with the football, you know, this is a football podcast. I'm ready for football. I'm not really expecting like I think they have to be better. Right. There has to be progressions in both the offense and defense and Justin Fields particularly. But I think they can sneak into a wild card. I, I'm not. The division is so weak. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sold on the Lions yet. Uh, I think the Vikings will be tough, but it's the Vikings and the Packers, you know, like, no, the boogeyman is gone. Yeah. And he, he looks good in the Jets uniform being obviously from a bear's perspective, like, man, he should have been a jet this entire time. He, he looks, he fashion wise, he looks terrible. It's yo, such I mean, a he always has, but yeah, I mean, I guess if we just quickly like break down like the off season of the Bears since we didn't, haven't really done that since, our last episode. We even do the I mean, draft. Yeah. Didn't do the draft. I mean, didn't do DJ Moore. That's great. DJ Moore. Yeah. <laughs> Bears. Bears get the get uh, trade the first overall pick for DJ Moore. Future hurts picks. I mean, we draft the the tackle out of Tennessee, and then obviously, yep. it's we're not gonna go through all that again just because it's too far gone. But the recent the recent signing of Yannick. I can't think. In, I can't. Gaku? It's okay. Gaku? Yeah, yeah Yannick. Gaku. What, Gaku. Mercedes Lewis doesn't do it for you, man? Mercedes Lewis, I mean, he was the bear killer, allegedly, to all these Packer fans. So now that we have him, I mean, we have the secret 18 weapon. 18 years. That guy played for 18 years. <laughs> this is year 18. He was, Kev, he got drafted my sophomore year, freshman year of high school. <laughs> and some people can't stay in the league for three years. And this guy's... Time, time, is, a, time is an illusion, man, you know, it, 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 or an illusion. It just doesn't matter. It's, it's like the old, the old saying, like, you know, some people just get lucky with injury and all that and yeah. blessed to stay healthy. So are, are you worried? I think this is going to be like a good episode where we can just ramble because there's just. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, there's, yeah, let's just shoot one the back, shit on there's this. so much we're not playing. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? Do you think we can win the division or make a playoff run or at least be competitive around Christmas? You know, um, well, before we, I get to that, like we will do the, we're going to do our predictions for the schedule this episode, but, uh, Oh, I we're do doing think, it this episode. I think so. I mean, we're not going to, obviously we did it. I think last year okay. before preseason okay. or like around preseason, obviously injuries I, gotta, can change I have, to, things, I have to find the bear schedule right now. Actually. I've got it up on my phone. I think, I think okay. we get pretty, I, I am. I'm, I'm going to go to the, uh, the DC game actually. There you go. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Laura and I got tickets. Um, for the Thursday night game, and hopefully a uh, piece of concrete does not fall on us. Yeah, or you're not seated behind a pillar. Yeah, we, we got a group. <laughs> we got a, a, a large group. You got. So. You can actually see the field. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to answer your question, I, do, I don't think that the Bears will win the division. I think that it's the 
Vikings or Lions division to win, it's like you kind of have two sides of the coins there where you have the Lions ascending and the Vikings descending. But I think that they're more talented One window's overall. closing, one window's opening. Exactly. But then again, you could I can see a situation where that the Vikings just – they can't do it. I mean, Cook is – Cook is gone, right? Dalvin yeah. Gone. But running backs don't win you divisions anymore. It, exactly. But, like, I could see a, a world where they have a big decline from last season where they surprise a lot of people with their record. And then I could also see a scenario where the Lions, where everyone's hyping them up, and they just kind of, you know, crap the bed. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, and this could happen to any team, including ours. You're one bad injury away from being a, the first-round yeah. draft pick. Um, and I think where the Bears are at, there is probably one big must-win game this year. Um, you know, the Bears trading with Carolina, they could be in a to- another top-10 spot themselves. They, I think Carolina is not going to be that good of a team. They could have two top-10 picks, hypothetically. Um, I think on paper, I think the Lions are a much younger, more versatile team, but do you really trust Jared Goff to take that next step or be where he was at in his first couple of years with um, uh, LA? LA? I, I I don't. Kirk Cousins, you know, like he's played well in some playoff games, but he just hasn't played well enough. Um Justin, a lot of people are high on Justin Jefferson. He's probably the best pound for pound wide receiver. Uh, he mm-hmm. was voted, I saw, the number two player in the NFL behind Mahomes. He's the he's the number one guy on fantasy. Like if you're doing all yeah. drafts, like but how many times how many times do you see the number one wide receiver? You know, Cooper Cup the year before they had these huge years, and not to say that Cooper Cup didn't have a bad year last year, but when you put up such huge numbers, like you're gonna regress. Right, like yeah, I mean with Pat, with Kirk Cousins and with the like as I mentioned before, with the Vikings having such uh like outlier year like offensively and and it wasn't wise, you know, it, you think it that it's just gonna it wasn't just like outlier offense like all of their games they won by one score yeah and like that just does not. The bend happen. don't break. Yeah. Like, like the game against Buffalo where uh, the QB Allen fumbles it and it lands in a defensive lineman's arms to tie up the game with like 10 seconds left and they win in overtime, you know, 20 yeah, minutes later. That's hard to like, get up. Hard, hard to have those breaks oh happen all year long and then expect it to happen in the, like, the playoffs. Kirk Cousins, yeah, he's had a solid career, but he's getting a little older too. You know, he's in his mid 30s. He's, he's not. You know, spring chicken. I mean, granted, he's not like Aaron Rodgers old or um, other quarterbacks uh, old. And he's, but he's also had not like the profile of quarterback of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. So it's right. like he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer type guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I guess to yeah to answer your question, I th- I think the Bears will probably finish third in the division but i would not be surprised if they finish second and then somehow like fight for a wild card spot yeah i could see them being like in the graphic uh like you know week 14 on like i see them being like the in the hunt category but never really get to the like oh we're gonna be clear cut in the playoffs and it might be better for the bears to not yeah i I think it really depends on how they start 
You know, mm-hmm. if this is like a 2020 where they started off like five and two, five and one or something stupid that it was, and then they kind of choke at the end, you know, or they they limp into the playoffs and it's like, uh, shit, you know, this yeah. doesn't look good. If if they start off hot, then the expectation changes, you know, just like any other team in any other sport. Um, and you just have to f- fear for the regression or wins that three game losing streak coming and then you have to respond. Um, you want them to be consistent. I'm okay with them. Like if they end up going nine and eight, I'm fine with it. I think it really depends on, you know, what Carolina does, um, you know, to get, try to get that other draft pick. They have a lot of money still going into next year, but it, you know, it really shit. Get there, get there. Nice catch. Um, sorry, Alonzo scared the crap out of me when he hit the ball. <laughs> Say, I'm sure it was definitely sports related. It's not just like yeah. The no, Alonzo had like three <laughs> home runs in this series. Um, yeah, I looked up and he's hitting the ball opposite field. I'm like, oh no, I've seen this movie before. Um, if the but, Bears had like a Lions season from last year, like where they're competitive in a lot of games, I'm okay with you know, that. Everyone's that's yeah. kind of like the. Obviously, Obviously, I don't want them to start off like 0-5. I want them to go to the Super Bowl and win, but realistically. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I say that now, and I think if they go 9-8 and and they just miss the playoffs, like, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. But yeah. I, and because you're going to get a, you're going to get more tied into it. You're going to want to be more invested in, like, obviously you always want to make the playoffs. Is this a playoff caliber team? Like, can they beat the Eagles? No. Can they beat um, the Niners? No. Like no, but but it's like you can see them beating like the. I can see him. Know. I can see him splitting with Detroit. Yeah, you can see him like sneaking out a win against like a you know. I'm trying to think of the second like the second place teams or like the teams that like the Cowboys. You can see them beating the Cowboys or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Like those types of teams where they're not like, like I, the the world beaters, they but they're I know good they don't teams. Play on this year, but like the Giants. Yeah, yep. the Giants. I know last year they should have beat the Giants, but, um, you know, I could see him like splitting with Minnesota, stuff like that. And I, I, I'm really curious to see, obviously everyone talks about Justin Fields. That is, he does have to get better. Cubs win. Thank God. Um, Albert Alizoy has just been an awesome, awesome closer, but they have to get better in the division, right? The past two years, they have been so bad. Last year, they didn't win a divisional game. Um, you want to win the division. You want to go for a wild card. You got to go at least 500 in your division. Um, you have to. And I think once Fields, yes, has to get better as a downfield passer, be more consistent. But once he starts winning more, I think that confidence is just going to continue yeah and what is the effect of having a true number one receiver going to do to him like we watched how many games with fields and especially especially when mooney got hurt and even before claypool got there not that claypool was you know added a lot he's having a good camp man (laughs) yeah but like you could just tell like when you have no one out there to throw to you just got like you, you can tell that it just gives a confidence to a quarterback like Oh, like with Kirk Cousins, like you have Justin Jefferson out there, like all right, I'm gonna get like I know I have someone that if a play breaks down, who can make a play? We right. didn't have anyone to make a play. If Cole Komet is our guy to make a play in the passing game, or like our running backs, like that's not gonna win you a lot it's, of games or 
develop a quarterback accordingly. Correct. Yeah. So what, that's what's what I'm looking the vibe? To. What's the vibe like back home? You know, obviously there's not a lot of bear fans here. When you see a bear fan, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh my god, I want to talk to you. I need to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, there, there are quite a few bear fans out here. Uh, there's actually a few uh, in my building, but um, you know, we're, you know, because this is such a transplant town. But I am curious, just what what are people back home saying? What are they saying on six seventy? What are they saying on ESPN? What are the newspapers saying, Kev? You know, a, a lot of like a lot of the kind of same ideas that we're saying is expected. People are excited about the coming season, not expecting them to win the division or like necessarily push for a playoff, but to be competitive and kind of like what I said, like possibly push for a wild card spot. A lot of the hype is from, you know, obviously Justin Fields, the DJ Moore, or not signing, but the, the trade. Um, and I'm sure you saw the story about Darnell Wright doing the wide receiver. Yeah, apparently he's in really good of, shape. He got yeah, in good shape. He thought he had to run as fast as a wide receiver because he thought that's what the D lineman times were. But no, overall, generally. I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean. A little try hard. In exactly. But I, I mean, obviously things change at like a moment's notice depending on how the season goes. But for the most part, I think it's, especially after the signing that we just had with Yannick. Because that was a big, big hole. I mean, how many sacks did, yeah. did we not have last year? We had like, it seemed like we had what? I think eight we sacks had six season, and a half sacks from the defensive line. So that was like the big thing was like, oh, what's Paul going to do? Like, is he going to go out and make a splash after right. the uh, after the draft? So overall, generally positive. And I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. I'm excited for the Saturday preseason game. I know that's meaningless but just to see the bears helmet in play seeing people out there have like a john bostic moment where someone makes a big hit and you're like that guy is gonna be a starter tim's dad's buying his jersey online <laughs> yeah. already yeah. yeah that guy was a fucking bum <laughs> yeah he was he had that moment and that was about it but yeah something yeah. like that just to get you like hyped up for at least it's only three weeks and not four weeks i will say yeah. this the, the preseason can do two things one it hypes up players who we think are going to be great. And some of them did turn out well, you know, that first couple of weeks, we're like, man, who is this Jack Sanborn guy? You know, Br- Brisker looks amazing. I just saw an article on ESPN saying he's, he's probably the defensive star who's most likely to have a breakout season. Um, Sanborn, you know, we're like, man, this guy's played. And when he got a shot, you know, he played and played well. And then he got hurt like everyone else on the defense. Um, or it can like ruin your career. You know, ISU legend Cam Meredith had such a good 20, uh, 15, 16. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. has a horrible leg break and was lucky to walk again. Was that but, in the last uh, preseason game of the season? Or the I think season? I think it was like second to last third. Okay. I think it was like the third game. Like that's where they played the most. I was going to yeah. say, if it was the fourth game and now they're only playing three, it's like, oh, my goodness, what could have been? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, he probably was only going to be on the. But, you know, a guy like that, you got to make the most of your time. And you had a, a good year the year before. And, you know, that's it's it's just sad how sports can be like that. But, you know, I am excited about Darnell Wright. I'm glad they got him. Um, I know so many uh, Bear fans wanted Peter Skronsky, and I think Wright's a better fit 
you know, he went against uh, three D linemen that were first round draft picks, um, which is pretty good because people didn't, forget didn't give up a sack the whole season. Yeah. T- uh, Tennessee played Pitt last year and he went against their defensive end too, who was drafted in the first round. His name's eluding me right now. And he owned him beat up on Will Anderson. He beat up on Davis or not Davis. Um, who's the guy the Eagles got? Um, Jalen Carter. Um, yes. and I thought, yeah, you know, Davis was I mean, the last draft or two yeah, Davis was. last another draft. Georgia, big, huge, Awesome and he's they're saying he's going to be due for a, a big year. And I, I agree. Um, Eagles are going to be tough, um, but we don't play him. I, I do think not getting Jalen Carter as much as he would have looked great in a bear uniform. He needs veterans there. Yeah. He needs he needs a big brother, big dad to kind of yeah. be like showing not the what we could offer at this point in our the maturity game. level just. He would be set up to fail. And yeah. you have guys like Hargreaves and, you know, like even it, not that he's a seasoned veteran, but like he's mentioned, Jordan Davis, who is like the same player from Georgia, big right. you know, D tackle. Having Fletcher Cox there. Yep. yep. Um, him getting his ass kicked probably by Kelsey a couple times. It's going to humble him. And I think the Bears got, they needed, I'm glad they stuck to their guns and got an offensive lineman. Because you need to protect him, right? We don't know. Got to protect number the, one. The offensive line, I think, is young, which is good. And we've always said this. You want an offensive line to mold and to grow with Justin Fields as well. Yeah, not to not make it such like a patchwork thing where you're just getting guys in right. here and there every year. Um, and the one thing I will say, I forgot to mention this before. I guess we could start going through the list of what we think our record will be and whatnot. But... I know like it might be tempting that we, we do have the Carolina pick. We do have our own first round pick, which mm-hmm. it is nice having first round picks again. It's just, that's yeah. Pretty, that's yeah. Fun. Um, to be like, Oh man, if we have a, if we tank again or we have a bad season, then we'll have those two top 10 picks. But it's like, we already had that list past season. We had the number one pick, which we traded for and then got what we picked. Yeah. Seven and, and or whatever it was. We don't, I think the problem is having that number one draft pick. You don't know, and I know the consensus is right now it's Caleb Williams. You don't know if Caleb Williams is going to be good again. Yeah, I mean, you know, fine. we don't we don't know if he stays healthy. We don't know what other dark horse. Like it's very rare in college football where the Heisman Trophy winner is good back to always that dominant back-to-back years, right? There's only been one Heisman Trophy winner or one person who's won the Heisman Trophy twice. Um, and I mean, that was in the seventies, but there's always someone who knew who comes out who always develops and who gets the new attention. And I know right now all the writers like Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, but you know, Caleb Williams didn't play that well in the bowl game against Tulane. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen mock drafts where they have Drake may going above him or like yeah. one, two. And it's like, if it's, if it's one, two, who's to say that the team that finishes, dead last, but they might like May over Williams. So ideally we root for Carolina to, to be as bad as we were mm-hmm. last year and to have, you know, get the number one pick or a top two, top three, top five pick. And you're kind of like our, for a wild card. Yeah. And then our extra first round pick is just great. I mean, you're getting a two first round picks, which is great. If one of them happens to be in the top five because Carolina is so bad or whatever. Great. If not, you still have two first round picks, which is more than we've had 
in the last five years or so. Yep. Yep. All right, Kev. I know it's right. a little early for us, usually, but uh, we don't know when we're going to be doing this again. Like I said, we're, we're adults. Yeah, we, let's... Got, we got big people things to do, you know, who knows? I know. I mean, I'm going to Florida next next week. I might go to so... Montana next week for work. I find out tomorrow, so I'm hoping that will be that will happen because I've never been there. There you go. All right, so I have my document up. And we can, since it's just the two of us, I guess we can just kind of go back and forth and decide collectively. We don't have to go back and forth. Um, but week one, at home versus the Packers. Yeah, that's do big. Want, do you want to go first? We can, we can kind of trade off what uh, we think and then kind of give our own thoughts. But if you want to go first and give you what, know what you think. I'll do it. It happens. Bears get it done. I, this I, is the I, first time we've ever said this in the three years. And this was this game five that we predicted with the Bears. The yep. Bears beat the Packers. I can't believe I said that sentence. But I feel like. There's only a couple must-win games on this schedule. You know, there's probably three or four. Um, this has to be one of them. And I know it's week one. And week one, you know, the Bears won week one last year. And look how that ha- turned out. But you have to send a message to be like, your time is over. Our time is now. Your quarterback is probably going to be borderline average at best for the next how long? If it was at Lambo week one, I would be more hesitant to yeah. say the Bears win. Yeah. Although I think they're a better team. Like they have more talent. You know, I, I know they still have guys there, but they got a good defense. They have good running backs. I think that because it's week one at Soldier, I think that fans will come into play a little bit, you know, especially with the I mean first I don't know if it's his first start, but Jordan Love, first time being the man like in Green second, Bay. I think it's like his second or third. So first time being the man is at at home. Yeah. So I'm, I do think that the Bears win, and that would just be, that's going to be like an amazing. If the Bears do win, it, it, no matter how it feels they win, like a changing of the guard. It does. That'll be it's like that shift over the decades only, of dominance. The only two examples I can think of it in our lifetime. And I'm not going to say like, oh, well, uh, uh, the Bulls passing the Pistons. We didn't see that. I'd say in our lifetime, and I'm sorry I have to use one of them, is when the Cubs beat the Cardinals in 2015, right? Where it's just like, hey, we own the division now. And they did for about a five-year stretch. Um, And probably when, like, the Blackhawks finally started beating the Red Wings in the playoffs Mm -hmm. to go on there. Like, those are the – and maybe those are, like, the two outside the bears Packers, like the two biggest Chicago rivalries where, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's like the big brother, like the red wings, the Cardinals, the Packers have just beat up. Yeah. And then you finally come back and And you finally beat them. You get up, you you like you, you wipe your chin, your blood off your chin and then you swing and then, it's like the fat kid in uh, the Christmas story who just beats the shit out of like Scott Farkas, you know, yeah. and just like you're just the mom has to like yeah. pull you off. But with the Simpsons, like, the Simpsons oh. joke. Yeah. Like, stop it. He's already dead. You know? <laughs> All right. So we got week one versus the Packers. We got that as a win. We I'm both, going Bears. It's going to be tight. Agree. I think it's going to be like a stressful game, though. I think I can yeah. see it being sloppy. And like fields may like may make a couple big plays, but I, I, I think the defense 
from what I've read, has looked really good in camp. And I think if the defense is half as half of what it was last year, like they'll be better. Get some pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, they can get like their life so much easier. Yeah. All right. So week two, Bears at Tampa Bay. No more Tom Brady. No Gronk. I think. I mean, I think this is going to be another win. I think the Bears start off two and zero here. I do too. I don't Baker think, Mayfield, I think that town. division is terrible. It might be the worst yeah. division in. It, the NFC is bad. The NFC is very bad comparatively to the AFC. Oh yeah, and for years, remember growing up, the AFC was always the bad or the worst, except for the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going down, obviously a way game, but I mean, it's Baker Mayfield, Todd Bowles in charge. I mean, they did not look good in their playoff game against uh, Dallas. I think now that Brady's gone, it's just going to be like... They didn't make the playoffs last year, didn't they? I think they, I think they played Tampa Bay. Because, yeah, they, they played Tampa Bay. Dallas played Tampa Bay. Because Tampa beat them early in the year on prime time. And then they played. They did it again in the playoffs. Oh, do you know what they were? I think Tampa got in with the losing record. Yes, because it wasn't Carolina, it wasn't the Saints, and it wasn't Atlanta. Yeah, and Baker. Okay, that's a noon game. Okay. Yes, noon at at Tampa Bay. So I think that's we both chalk it up to a win. I think that this is going to be another like tough stretch for the Bucks, like in their Jameis years. Oh yeah, they suck. they they sold out not sold out but they put all the resources and won a championship so hey right right kudos to them all right week three that's a loss at at, <laughs> at Kansas City market that's that down the Fox then, game wow they got two prime times or the yeah wow okay I didn't realize they were gonna make that the three thirty game I could see this game being like not a complete blowout like entertaining like kind of how the what was that? The Cowboys game was where it was like 50 to 35 or something like that. Where like mm, the offense okay. is there. I can see some, see something like that happening, but I mean, it's just chiefs. Yeah. Super yeah. bowl champions. Uh, not Gronk. I'm a guess. That's tough. Holmes Kelsey. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. Then come back, play another AFC West opponent, the Denver Broncos with Sean Payton now at the helm. I'm going to go with the loss with that one. I, I think this is a trap game. I think Denver will be better. Um, I think this is a game that if you want to make a playoff push or not, not a playoff push, but actually try to be a viable team, like you have to win this game. But I, I, I think Denver's going to be a little bit better. I know they're they're and, De- and the thing is Denver's in a really tough division themselves. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be, pl- they're going to be scrapping for wins anywhere they can. Yeah, they, they have, this is probably a bigger game for Denver than, us to be honest with you yeah they, I, uh, can't, they can't fall behind in that division it is though at that spot i mean it's four games in the season where like if they start out one and two or oh and three like it could be a hot mess over there you know where yeah you think that sean payton's like the, the miracle 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 um, cure i i don't know i mean i i'd like to think that russell wilson would get back to his normal form like and they did make some. They got McGlinchey from Four yeah, Niners. He's not, yeah, he's not bad. Um, they shored up the offensive line better. I mean, they gave up a ton of sacks last year, so that's yeah. going to help. But I, I agree. I think it'll be a loss as well. 
Um, wouldn't be surprised if the Bears keep it close or even win, but I just think at this point right now. I think that's a game that they should win. The Broncos should win. No, I think the, the Bears, Bears should win, but they won't win. Yes. I mean, they have the spreads on ESPN, but they have Denver favored by one so currently oh, at this point after playing zero games. So that's nothing. Yeah, not that's... helpful. Um. <clears throat> all right. First real primetime game Thursday night game. I'll be at this game. Week uh, five at Commanders. the Commanders. Oh, we never do I, well against Washington. I know we beat, them in, we beat them in 2019 the last time we were there. I'm penciling I, this in as a win, though. I have that. I think it was a win, too. I'm going to go think, as a win. I have, to, I have to see them win in D.C. Because I mean, there's going to be more command. There's going to be more Bear fans than Washington fans there. Yeah, and, and there's no – and, like, you look at both teams – Sam Sam Howell is your quarterback, correct right now? I don't even know who it is. I guess Dude, it's who was the guy that was who was the guy that was their starter most of the season? Hanky was that the guy's name? Heineke. 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 So if it's him or Howell, whoever, I mean, I just think that the Bears have more. Their defense is good though. They yeah. Chase their Young. They're yeah, he's he if he's healthy again, he could be a problem. But I mean that whole that whole defense is solid. They I mean they just had no no offense to say yeah, scary te- scary Terry and then after that I, I can't yeah, Curtis Samuel. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bears and it's an ugly ugly like a sixteen game. to nine type of game. Something yeah, like, that. like these two teams. I mean Washington always finds a way to beat us in stupid ass ways over the past years. I mean, if for most of our life, Washington has been the team that to beat us. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Bears, but it's ugly. What do you yeah. have us at? Three and two? That has us at, yes, three and two going back home to play the Vikings. All right. I've heard this is the uh, proposed date for my bachelor party. This is, yes, this ad is correct. So the Team Bear podcast will be in attendance at this game should we be live should we do like a like a podcast like an hour before the game uh i mean we could we, we could, can I we could find like a bunch of like we, we can could like go live, live on... stream it and we could be like like college game day you know like we can be behind tables and everything and we can just find some like random ass people and be like who's here who wants the bears and then like we can get like a bear who are you gonna pick and like like, oh, who's going to pick the Vikings? And we can do, like, the Corso pick or something, you know? Oh, we could go live on uh, on X. Yeah. God, don't get me started on that. <laughs> what a dumbass thing that was. <laughs> All right, well, because this is the bachelor party game, and it's against the Vikings, and usually, I know last year is different with the Bears being as bad as they were. Is this our reach pick? Is this our reach this is, pick? I think this is the reach pick. Where, like, this we is say the that reach the pick. Okay. Pick. But I'm gonna pencil it in as a win. This is your but first. Is, is this your first bear game? This is my very first bear game that I will be in attendance. So if oh, they they gotta man. win, it's like beginner's they, luck or like, first time. My my brother-in-law's coming down for this game, and you know, well, he has he has lived in the states, but you know he grew up in India, has uh, lived in Toronto. You know, he, he lived in the States for a long time, but, you know, he doesn't really know football. Like, he knows drinking and, you know, bruises, like, a big drinker, loves alcohol. 
So he'll be he'll have a good time. Um, but he, his wife told me that he's been like studying football on YouTube, and I'm like thinking to myself. The Bears may not be the best team to study on YouTube if you want to see like yeah like look, great look offensive proficiency and like, haven't watched the haven't watched the the Chiefs the last three seasons yeah like, yeah what what an organized football team looks like well I I will say that if for someone who is just learning the game there's no better group of guys to teach the game than a bunch of well yes. well uh, well drunken. Bears fans for a bachelor yeah. party. They're going to give you oh, every detail. You know, it's it's so funny. So um, both my dad and my stepdad are going to be there, Kevin. Uh, so Bill's Bill and Kevin are going to be there, um, which will be fun. But, you know, you know, my my dad is, you know, super liberal in life, but he is like Ronald Reagan when it Ooh. comes to sports, you He's know, very, very set in his ways. Why is the fullback gone? We need, yes. we need a fullback on the field. He doesn't like the DH in the NL, these running, which, these running which backs I understand. The running back's the most important position in the game. Why are these guys dropping like flies? He, Kevin, he doesn't believe in zone defense in basketball. <laughs> I mean, there, there, is, there is truth in, you know, the zone defense is good for things, and you know, I could get down a rabbit hole there, but I, yes, very dinosaur age take on a lot of, <laughs> lot of sports. Yeah. I, I I don't even think he, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, uh, don't, don't get, uh, we had an hour argument on baseball last week. So it'd be very funny to hear more of our new nuance takes on football. And my brother, my future brother-in-law, his name is Daniel. Um, our, what we think of football. And then he, when he talks to my dad, Kevin about football, He's like, and these guys don't know what they're talking about. You need yeah. to run the ball 80% kids, of the plays. These kids, these kids don't know about the 85 Bears. I saw the 85 Bears. <laughs> no passes more Daniel's than 10 Daniel's going to be like, what the fuck? This guy's in my family now? And then he's going to be hearing, like, we should have never traded Thomas Jones. We should have let yeah. Patrick yeah. You build the 83 Bears drafted so well. You know, you build through the draft. <laughs> Which You don't understand. Matt for Matt Forte would eat in this this football this uh, this NFL. My dad, my dad loved Forte. Every Sunday he'd post on Facebook, "Pay Forte," when every time he scored a touchdown, every it was like clockwork. <laughs> pay Forte. I was like, Dad, he's like 27 years old. He don't pay. Yeah, his, his taking the uh, they they paid Walter all the money. <laughs> So yeah, you got got your one Super Bowl. All right, that's our reach pick. Bears are that's, winning that game. I I wouldn't be surprised if we have more reach picks just as we go along. But yes, that is a reach pick. Following week, uh, that's my home birthday. against the Raiders. Shit, Sunday they're gonna lose my game. birthday. That's fine. I think they're gonna lose against the Raiders. Uh, I think that they could win this game, but I could be sway. I was put Oakland. Um, I will put a loss just because just I think, like, you're right. It's Especially if – it could be, like, if they beat the Vikings, they could lose to the Raiders the next week. Or if they lose to the Vikings, they could beat the Raiders next week. Is kind of how I can kind of – Yeah, and I don't think the Raiders it. are that good. I think this is a game, like, if you're the Raiders, kind of like the Broncos, um, you have to, like, beat the Bears, right? If you're going to – if you expect the Chiefs to be what they are, 
and what they have been like this is the circle game and the trap game for them you're like okay this is like a game you have to take care of business right and, and with the raiders too like i think the last three or four times they've played the raiders where i thought it's they were going to win yeah it's they've lost the games i'm like oh this is an easy win man like, the bears the bears beat them two years ago i mean they should have beat them in london three or four years ago it's it's always a stupid game. I, I'm gonna go Raiders. They're gonna piss me off on my birthday, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, and then I think easy. Uh, I mean I don't know. I think that the 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 flavor has kind of changed on. We have not won in that stupid stadium. On the Chargers. The Chargers. I'm gonna go Chargers. I will. I'm gonna also go go Chargers. But I do think that. The Chargers, like the last few years, are like, oh, they got Justin Herbert, like they got all these guys, you know. Yeah. The Brandon Staley, he's this guru. Like I know that's a word that's probably been used too much, but but they, they kind of faltered a little bit. So I do think that they the Chargers did. will win, especially being N in LA. But I, I don't think that it's like the oh, like it's the Chargers. It's going to be a blowout. We'll probably still lose, but Khalil Mack revenge game. I love your, have we, we already played them, though, when he, he was on the team, right, or no? No, no, we didn't uh, play them last year. Okay, then, yeah, that Cleo Mac revenge game. Uh, uh, this I, is an interesting game, the Saints. Uh, this is kind of how I feel about the Raiders. Like, we play, it's at, it's at New Orleans. That's the only thing I think the Saints, what, let's see what ESPN says, because I feel like this is, they have the so, Saints minus three at this. Yeah, and the, the matchup prediction is 54-45, which is nothing. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go Bears. All like, right, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I mean. I I think the NFC South is a really, really bad division. Uh, I don't even know who the Saints quarterback is. Oh, it's. Um, it's uh, not is Winston still. No, it's who is it's Derek Carr. That's right, Derek Carr. Yep. Wait, wait. Knew, so who's knew, the Raiders? Who's the Raiders quarterback? Garoppolo. I knew the Garoppolo was that was the Raiders quarterback, but I forgot. Oh, that. that's right. I forgot that obviously Carr was there before and where he went, but it, it is Carr. <sighs> Got some. I mean, Kamara. He'll be back from his suspension. I just don't. I just don't know. They had the charge. Not the Chargers. The Saints have had talented players up until this point, but they just kind of underperform. So will they underperform this year again? Will they kind of get things on the right track? I don't know. I think at this point, what this is what week nine. So it could be just like one of those games where like, if the bears are playing well, it's the bears game. If the uh, new Orleans has been playing well up to that point, they might, they might win. So yeah, I'm going to go bears. I, I don't think that division scares me. And going into our next pick, uh, this is the biggest game of the year. It is. It's yep. the Panthers. It's. I don't care what anyone says. It's the biggest game of the year because you have to win it. You have to bury the Panthers to get that draft pick. Yep. Yeah, I mean. You're, and the you're drafters right. and the Panthers know it, too. Yep. I mean, they don't want to. They don't want to give the Bears a better pick. The Bears nope. want the better pick. So they're good. It's Thursday night on Prime Video, so. Yeah, it's a short week. It's at home. I'm going to go Bears win. They have to win this. This is where it's like, okay, I'm kind of building hope. And then the next month gets a little tougher on the schedule. Um, 
but I think the Bears win this. And here's a question for you. Let's say the Bears do make, I mean, my ultimate, not a question, but my ultimate dream is, you know, obviously the Bears win the Super Bowl and the Panthers don't win a single game, you know? So, like, oh, they get pick one and pick 32. Yeah, and you're already 30. the best team in the NFL. Yep. You know, depending who's picking two, like, if they need a quarterback or if they don't need a quarterback, like, you, you might want to take that number one pick and be like, okay, we'll, we'll get the best player on the draft. That's a non-quarterback, you know, just to, you know. Yeah, I bet. And I would not mind that situation. No, that'd be great. All. all right. This is kind of where the rubber hits the road. Yeah, uh, so we come we next three weeks. Go back to the division at the Lions. I think this is going to be a loss. Oh, yeah. Personally. I yeah, I do, too. At Detroit. I mean, as much as I think that the Lions are, might be a tad bit overhyped. Um, I think they're, they're better. They're they, they are a better team. I, th- I think that the Lions players and fans believe in Dan Campbell, whether you think he's goofy or a meathead or not. But they played well last year. I mean, they knocked out Aaron Rodgers before the playoffs. They've competed with the Chiefs and the Eagles. I believe they played the Chiefs. They, no, uh, they, I I, no, they open with the Chiefs. They open with the Chiefs this year. Okay, so they, they did play the Eagles well. They played some good teams well last year. And, I mean, Montgomery is probably going to have 100 yards and two touchdowns because that just seems like a storyline that's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. So they're they're a good team. I don't, I don't think that the Bears are quite there yet on the talent level with the Lions. So I think we're both pretty pretty fair to say that we'll probably lose at Detroit. Yep, at Vikings. Going to go Minnesota on this one, too. Yep, at yep. Minnesota. What do you have a sack, Kev? I have us currently, whoops, at uh, here. I think six and seven. Do I have that correct? Or no, six and six. Yeah, six and six at this point. All right. This is kind of man. They can go on a run here, on paper. On paper. I, do you think? But so they're at at home against Detroit. I think that it's going to be two losses to Detroit. I don't think we're going to. I yeah, I kind of every single. I kind of go Detroit. I go to I go Detroit too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. I mean, you'd think that they'd ideally. You, how we see the Bears through our eyes, you'd think they'd sweep the Packers and then go even with both Minnesota and Detroit. But I just think statistically, realistically. That's not going to happen. We already have them beating Minnesota once. So. And that was our love, stretch game. I would love to be surprised. So yeah. right now we're sitting at six and seven. Okay. Um, it doesn't have the bye week on here. Do you know when the Bears have their bye week? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, think I... you'd win the bye week. But right now, then the next game is at Cleveland. And Cleveland might be like one of the teams I do not. I don't know, know how about. they're going to be. Yeah, what, Bears like, win. Bears win it. Perfect. They Love get it, it not, done. Not thinking about it. No, Bears get it done. They get off it's the snide. It's a TV losses. determined game. I think it's that Saturday game, right? December. Yeah. Well, December. It's a Saturday game. Flex um, game. Flex game. Bears win. Uh, I, Arizona. Home against Christmas, Arizona. Christmas That's got to be it. This might be what the, probably like the most. You have I don't to win this game. It's the easiest game on the schedule, but yeah, you you got to win this game. You can't you gotta win this game. Kyler, who knows if he's going to play Dude, next he season? Such a, 
is such a dork. Sorry. He's a dork and their coach is a dork. They're weird. Pew, 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 pew. You see that? I saw that, yeah. He just looks like a dork. He acts like a dork. And they got the, no D-hop. Yeah, yeah. Where He went to Tennessee, right? He did. Dude, I... And this has been the nice thing about being invested in baseball. It's like, I, I, I just have not cared about football yeah you're not like i mean i'm, I'm clinging to any any uh yeah i'm not like news. trying to get any updates on football and then last second to last game of the season Ooh, we got falcons home versus the falcons you know i'm what? gonna i'm gonna say bears get done here and i think that the bears close out against the packers with the win so i think they finish at a four finish at a four game win i shoot. have them losing at green bay you have them losing yeah, they got to revert back to losing. All right, I'll, I'll, I think they're gonna win. I'm, I'll put it just because we had Cleveland as a win there, so we'll we'll end them on a loss at Green Bay, loss. So that has us at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wins. Nine so and eight. Nine and eight. I will take that. That probably gets you a seven seed in a in the playoffs, which is another argument for another day. Um, but I mean, that's competitive. If you're nine and eight, probably Justin Fields has had a good year. They just, you know, maybe need a little bit more help in some other areas. I, I hate this argument. Now you get so many fucking mouth breathers. I don't know why people take advice or people who think failed GMs are like the best people to evaluate. Like, talent like, like people Dan you pa- see on espn like yeah, oh yeah being like oh well i'm like you've lost like four jobs <laughs> like you suck <laughs> at yeah. your job at a value you would still be hired you would not be working for espn yeah I'm like oh bill job. bill polian hasn't been in the the league in 15 30, years yeah. but let's yeah. let's see what he his take on it um or like colin collard like fucking idiot today what he said about Dwayne Haskins can't win a Super Bowl like yeah no shit he died a year ago (laughs) (laughs) he's been in the ground for a while (laughs) yeah it's not like you said Eric Rogers he's like oh I just like messed up his first name oops yeah whatever no you just you said a dead guy is gonna can't win a Super Bowl okay I mean nine and eight like realistically this is like the progression that what the Bears want to get to like it's a true rebuilding with measurable goals. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to have a 13 and three season in most cases after being the worst team in the league. Yeah. They're taking the right steps. Last year, we saw the team get better with turning down penalties, getting better with turnovers. Obviously they need to get better defensively. They need a, you know, close out games. They did not close out games. They have a number one wide receiver. You know, let's see what Claypool can do. You know, a full year is turned. They they have to stay healthy. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you break it down to like year one after Nagy, because I mean, you we all saw how, total bad tear it, down. how bad it was. Yeah. Mentally, like just discipline wise, the fact that they became one of the a team that was penalized so frequently to like us noticing like, Oh, they're not getting those stupid boneheaded plays. Like right. you're not seeing as many holds, whatever. They're maybe. not getting penalty. They're not taking timeouts after they're not getting 
penalties after a timeout. We're in, we're not we're not seeing stuff like uh, Jalen Johnson with the whole like being late and talking about that. There was none of that. The culture changed. Like that's year one's like the culture shift, and then right. after that, then you can establish like all right, what what are the steps you need to take to be a successful team and putting that in the field, and then the next season, that's when you were like, all right, we got everything in place to really push for the playoffs and be competitive. So yeah, I'll take yeah. nine and eight. I'll take and, and listen. The NFL is such a fluid league. There's always there's every every year since the merger, there's been a team that has made the playoffs that was not in the playoffs the year before, right? So 1969 is a long time. Yeah. So. All right, I'll take nine and eight. Yeah, um, nine and eight. We'll, we'll end it. We'll end the Bears talk there just because we could we could go another three hours on the Bears, but yeah, we can. What Two. What do you want to What do you want to move on with next? I know you wanted to I talk. Got- a little got, bit of Big Ten, or want to go about talking about the, the Bears, China. The, the, the Big Ten right now is ridiculous. Let's just leave it at that. And it looks like Cal Stanford could be joining the ACC. Pretty soon, it's just going to be North South. That's what they just they should just call it Civil War. Yeah. Blue and the gray. You know. The Union Division and the Confederate Division. That would that would be awesome. It would be terrible, <laughs> but it'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah. It's literally going to look. It's literally going to look. Rebels. It's gonna literally gonna look like a political map at the end of the day, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's 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 unfortunate. It, it's I get it. it's it's kind of interesting. It's gonna create new rivalries, and it's all money. And hopefully, it just doesn't kill other sports. Um, but it's gonna be very weird when USC is in like Ohio State and it's like snowing. Yeah, divisional battle. Yeah, but yeah. For div- I saw a great tweet the other day, and it was like, man, look at this great SEC Big Ten classic game, and it was the 2006 Rose Bowl with USC <laughs> Texas. It was like this classic Big Ten SEC <laughs> game, and I just saw that the uh, NCAA is allowing Texas and Oklahoma to go into the SEC next year, not two years like it was prior to agreed. Like 2025 yeah. was the first year they were supposed to come back or go into the league. They're actually going to join the same year, UCLA and USC. So listen. They know it's smart for business. They know. they Yeah, and the SEC kind of started this, you know. Um, obviously, the Big Ten put it on steroids, and it is it's unfortunate, but it's going to be it's it is kind of entertaining. I, I will agree, but also we do have some bear news. And bear oh, news. real quick, real quick, I had a question about so the way that the Big Ten and everything's working out. Yeah, the Big Ten is probably going to get more teams. Would you say? Most I would not be get... surprised if they try to poach another two teams. Right? So, they just got they just got Oregon, Washington. They own. Look how many markets they own. Right? They have the New York market. They have the D.C. market. They have the Philly market. They have the Pittsburgh market. They have Indianapolis. They are smaller markets, too. Uh, Chicago. Oh, major cities. Just major cities. Screw Pittsburgh. They have New York, Philly, D.C., Chicago, L.A., Seattle. Yeah. And out of the teams remaining, because I know – they said that is it Arizona and Arizona State, Arizona and Utah are going to the Big Twelve. Big Twelve. So out of the remaining like free agents, who are the most desirable? Oh, I mean, there's one in there's the one Big... in Notre Dame. There's well, Notre Dame. I, I'm not. Yeah, I think they're going to be independent. They're going to get their money. Yeah. But out of the remaining, 
Um, Big Pac-12. Obviously, I would go for Stanford. Stanford? If the ACC can't make a move. Stanford, Cal. Both Cal and Stanford would make sense because, one, you can add another big market, San Francisco. (laughs) Um, And they're both right there. Um, You get two teams in the same market. Um, and, And, like, this is where the SEC doesn't like i get the whole people like sec we're better and they are but if you look at the dollars and cents the big 10 i think is the third most profitable organization um in u.s sports right it, i think it's more pro it, it will be more profitable than like i don't i think it's only behind the nba now because that tv contract that they just signed yeah fox um Fox, CBS, and NBC. If Dion and Matt Rule can turn around Nebraska and Colorado, would you think Colorado would be an interesting add to the Big Ten just to have that rivalry? I back? think they'll get. I think they'll get crushed. I I, I actually think Colorado's going to struggle. Yeah, I, I I could. I'm not sold on Colorado. I'm not sold on Dion in a Big Ten university. Um, I think he'll be fine. But the problem is with Colorado, you still need to – a good coach is still able to lock down players in their home state, in which he will. The problem is Colorado high school football is not California. It's not Texas. It's not New York. It's not Pennsylvania or Ohio yeah. or Florida, right? Um, yeah, can he get those kids to go there? Sure. But the best um, kid th- in Colorado is probably not well, the top. They ain't starting in Pennsylvania. 50, yeah, the top 50 kids in Colorado yeah. are not sniffing the field um, in Texas. I, I think or, he'll be fine, yeah. and I think he will he will wreak the benefits of having like weaker divisions right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think once he kind once they kind of start playing more Big Ten teams, they'll get their ass kicked. Yeah, I think a team, and I. I, I can't believe I'm agreeing with this person, but I I could see it happening, and I think it would be bad for college football if this team did slip. Um, but Colin Collard today said the team to watch out for that who could become irrelevant, he's not saying can become irrelevant, could, is actually Oklahoma. Um, I think them going to the Big 12, or I'm sorry, the SEC, uh, I don't think it's the best move for them. Because now you're competing against other Southern schools who are traditional SEC schools. They are. They're the teams that they would lose to in the the bowl bowl games by 40. Yep. Yep. They're playing them every week. And now you're playing them every week, every week. And I think, yeah, can they beat Florida? Can they beat Tennessee? Yes. hundred percent. But when you're playing SEC schools, all the time and you're playing Georgia, Alabama every single week <clears throat> and you you can't play defense. I think it's a I, and you look at the talent pool in Oklahoma. It's not as strong as Texas and now that Texas is in the SEC, I think that hurts them. I would not be I don't think they'll regress as hard as Nebraska did because Nebraska thought they could walk into the Big Ten and just own it. Mm-hmm. And 
Nebraska's kind of been irrelevant. It's been completely irrelevant. Yeah. And, that, and that's been one of the issues with the Big Ten is if you look at the conference realignment with the East and the West. The They've East, been like in the same breath as like, oh, they're like Rutgers and Maryland. Yeah. And Maryland has yeah. been better than Nebraska, which is. they. It, it's embarrassing because the Big Ten West is not an economic powerhouse when it comes to the schools. Like, yeah, Wisconsin is. Iowa's in the top, like Iowa brings in money, but doesn't bring in the money like Michigan, Penn State, or Ohio State does, yeah. right? They are not those true blue bloods that you see in the East. And if you look at the East right now, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, they're, they're fucking, you had two of them in the playoffs and one won the Rose Bowl. I guess that's why they're bringing, they're bringing in uh, UCLA and USC for that. I, the, I think they're going to get the draw in the West. Yeah, they have to figure it out. So that's my take. But, Kev, I will say this. Bears have been making a mess all over summer. They're breaking into pools because of the heat waves. They're stealing people's golf clubs. We tweeted that out today. I mean, Bears Bears, need to enjoy the summer. They need to get in the pool hit some golf balls. Tied as fuck. Why can't Bears enjoy summer like us? There was a bear in D.C. a couple weeks ago. Just like in one of the neighborhoods, uh, which I kind of thought was cool. My fiance did not. I don't know why, but there was, you've probably heard this. Uh, have you ever heard of a sun bear, Kevin? Yes, I believe. So like there's the, bad, isn't like the bad news bear. There's like a meme about that. It's like a bear, with like a frowny face or something like that. Yeah, they kind of. That's called the sun bear, I believe. They look like a big dog, but they're very small. Yes. Yes. They're like 200 pounds. They're like a big. They're like the fat kid, the short fat kid of the bears. Um, But apparently in China at a zoo, the sun bear stood up and it looked like there was someone in a rubber suit. It looked like there was someone there with no ass in a rubber suit. It looked like. Confession bear is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, it it looks like someone was wearing a gimp suit, you know. Yes, I I did see that the uh, the story about zoo patrons at this zoo in China thought that they were trying to get over on the on the patrons there. And they had a guy out there in a bear suit instead of actual bear. Can you imagine how cool that would be, though? There was someone I mean, it was also like one hundred five degrees that day. So the guy in a rubber suit would have been like melting to death. <laughs> he, he would have been, he would have been had, he would have had heat stroke in like two minutes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He would. I'd like to imagine that. that was real and like there's like, hey, we don't have any bears today, so we got to suit up today. <laughs> bears not feeling well. Get in the gimp suit. We'll color, color you up as a bear. We'll put you some fur on you. When you don't have any animals, the zookeepers got to stand up. Yeah, I did see that. That was pretty funny. And I, the, I mean, the, the zoo had to come out with a statement. It's like, no, we don't have our workers dress up in costumes. Oh, man. I guess that'd, that'd be the thing, though, like a zoo where people dress up as animals with how crazy this world is. That's it's probably money in that. I, you know, I don't I want mean, it. That'd be awesome. I've seen, I think I saw a story about a guy who paid like $20,000 to turn into like a border collie. And he's got a full-on border collie suit where he like. I saw someone dressed up as like a cow once. Um, that's where you got like on the weird part of the internet, man. That's where like I I got. Yeah, that's where you're like, all right, it's it's too late. I gotta I gotta go to bed, kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. 
Oh. That, that was good. That was a good little back deep dive into the pool Going of bears. We're trying to get back into this. And there's another thing. I know we, we used to do this a lot, and you know, last year we didn't do it as much, but I kind of want to go back into some rankings. And I thought about this, and maybe because I've been bored. At, uh, there's been a couple days at home at, when I work from home, I'll just put on like old baseball documentaries. And it got me thinking, Kev. What is stuff that you want to see athletes bring back? Whether they're wearing, whether it's their attitude, whether it's like, like what what do you want to see them bring back? So my number one example, my number one pick. I don't want to see baseball players like when they're up to bat or in their field, wear like those big seventies aviators again. Like yes, aviators yes. never went out of style for normal people. But when you play baseball, you like Reggie Jackson wore those big fucking aviators. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the sunglasses like have definitely style has changed. Like I remember it was like the really small Oakley's, you know what I'm talking about? They yeah. Had, like, they were really small. And now they're wearing like these huge like safety it goggles. Look, it, it looks like an, an OSHA safety goggle. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I'm not – I don't know if it's whether it's my age. I would not wear those things. I kind of want to see like the seven – my number one pick is I want to see 70s um, aviators back. I think it would be cool. I think it would be cool just to see like – I'm sure there's some like advantage to wearing like the big – covering up a lot of sun with those huge sunglasses, but just like uniqueness, like maybe like some people yeah. wear aviators, some people wear, I don't know, Ray-Bans out there. But yeah, okay. I, I could, I could, I could get down with aviators. That would just be, especially if it was like a cool looking dude. Like I'm trying to think of like, uh, I like Reggie Jackson look cool in the seventies. Like what if Otani yeah. was out there just hitting home runs with aviators on? Yeah. That'd be I think McCutcheon tried to play a game in the Phillies like that. They had like seventies throwback day. I think he tried to write it, but, you know, props to him. All right, Kev, what's your pick? All right, if I, uh, I'm i going to stick with, like, the attire, I want to see linebackers with the big shoulder pads and collar, the okay. next role. That's a good I like one. I to see that. Like, very 1992. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that was very big for, like, like, Penn State linebackers, Notre Dame linebackers. You know, in college football, that's a very yeah. good. That's a very good like college football look. Yeah, you can just, you can just see like a big like Wisconsin linebacker yeah. who's got a huge neck roll. The big like the mesh jerseys too. Yeah, the, the crop top jerseys. mesh jerseys. Yep, yep. yep. I know Van yep. Der Esch okay. was the last guy I could think of who actually like wore one in the NFL. He might still, but I mean I don't keep track. Two year wonder. Yep. Okay, mine is this would never work. I want to see someone do it for like one or two games, and that's it, because this person they'd probably get fucking killed if they did this. Uh, I want to see a hockey player go out there with no helmet on. That'd be bad. It'd be someone like Ovechkin or something like that who's been you in the league. You gotta be forever. fucking insane to do it, first of all. Yeah, when you're you're got guys who like who played in the league fifty years ago that were doing that, the average slap shot was probably like. 30 miles an hour slower. Than I don't know how nowadays. goalies, I don't know how goalies didn't play with a mask forever. That's fucking crazy. I mean, hockey players are a little crazy. They are a little crazy, but I want to see like, you have to be like a forward. Yeah. Like. And not, not getting just shots yep. rifled yep. at you. That'd be, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go with one. I can think up off the top of heads. I want to see more like, physicality in the nba 
Like I want to. Oh God. Like less flat. Yeah. Like more like the. And I'm not saying like. You don't want like the '80s war, but. I want to. Yeah, I want like there to be like. Like you can hand check, you can like play defense, and it's not just right. an can, offensive game. Like I know you it's can done post a lot. up a little bit. Exactly, I, I would like yeah. to see that. That's probably you, one. I you'd can like to of. get rid of the zone defense, like my dad. Yeah, I know. Like I know that. <laughs> I mean, help the Heat get to the finals, but yeah, there's, there's something like that. Old school, like in you know coaching basketball, like, like you kind of want to see like the Celtics 76ers in like the early eight, 80s, where they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and like coaching basketball, like you've seen like how, how the game has evolved. And I guess it's kind of it's a little bit separate, but like how everything's about jump shots and like shooting three pointers because statistically it's a better shot to take than right. Like, I get, I want to get the, more. It's more than more than one point or two points. I want to get like yeah. the whole like scope and sequence of basketball, like the mid range, the post play, and the three point play. Like you want to have it all rather than just be like a bunch of jump shots. That's a good one. Bit. I like that. All right, so mine's a little bit more not what play. I want to see baseball managers. I want to see like more weathered looking baseball managers. I think they're too fit nowadays. You want like, like a Jim, I'm not Jim saying, Leland's kind of guys? Uh, Jim Leland's. I'm not going to go Tony LaRusso's where they were just mentally gone. Yeah, that's but like Jim Leland's like smoking a like a lung dart in the fourth inning. I like. I saw a picture of like Earl Weaver uh, yelling at the ump and someone stated like Earl Weaver was 42 in this picture and he looked like fucking shit. He looked like he was 65. He looked like he was 65. Like that's what coaching the Baltimore Orioles did to him. But, and he had really good teams in the sixties and seventies and eighties. So like, but he looked like from the years of like going out, like having, I don't know how many girlfriends, like drinking, smoking, and it's like that guy is forty-one years old. Like, holy shit, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks terrible, but I, I, obviously, like Earl Weaver's like the one person that comes to my mind. Um, like Sparky Anderson looked like shit in the seventies and eighties too. Like mm. Lou Pinella was a good example. Oh, of it's that. like it's like sunken eyes and just yeah. like looks like yeah. he's got no sleep. Like, kind of over his shit. Like, know. I saw uh, Brett Boone, right? He got ejected in last night's game. The guy looks good. He looks like he oh, can yeah. still play. Oh, yeah. The you got, like, manager. Gabe Kapler. You got a bunch of guys that are... Pete Ross. I feel like Ross could make that transition. But the problem is he's been such a gray beard for so long. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, or, or Craig Council looks phenomenal. Yeah, no. the Rocco Baldali is he's still the manager of the Twins. Yeah, he looks like he can still play, or at least like if they needed a pitch a pitch hitter. Was uh, the Cubs manager and the White Sox manager before La Russa? Uh, what's his name? Renteria. Renteria. I feel like Renteria would have been in, like a good Earl Weaver lookalike. Yeah, he's, he's kind Not of like, as hard looking. Yeah. That's he's, that's my final one. I want to see managers go back and like when they. Like you see, like we've all seen like the classic clips of like Earl Weaver, like calling it up a, a fucking asshole and a motherfucker. And like he waddles out there and like grand those 70s orange jerseys and those like tight, tight pants. And like you're fat. You just kind of like waddle up there and like yeah. argue with the ump. And then you're like, this guy's like 42 years old and he looks like shit. That's yeah. what I'm back. That's I a good one. 
I don't want um I don't want managers to look like they could still play. I I, uh, I I got one. My final one. I'll stick with baseball, and I think I think it'd be cool to have player managers still, like Frank like, Robinson. Like, yeah, yeah I think one. that'd be cool. That's like, a good I mean, one. It doesn't have to be any of the guys that are here now, but like if they okay. change that back, that rule back, where like you could have your manager play, you would see like I don't know who you pick as like the Cubs. I would pick nobody on the White Sox to be a player manager. I don't even know what's going. That seems like they all hate each other, right? Yeah. Now. So I think that'd be a cool one. And another one I thought of was like uh, to have, you know, how it was like when we were growing up, like, oh man, all the old basketball players used to wear short shorts. That's crazy. That's now, back. That's cool now. Now it's back. Now I want to see the players wear like like, like shorts past their knees and like big baggy. Like, that was that was actually on my list. Yeah, that'd be cool like to see the like A one. Steph Look. Curry like running around in like a sleeping bag worth yeah. of like worth of like uh, jersey. Yeah, like the two thousand one look, you know, where it's like yeah, man, shorts okay. like if shorts okay. didn't go down That's to your shins, mention. you were a loser. I think my honorable mention would be uh, that that was actually one of them. I'm gonna think football. I want like. I'm just going to say it. I want like a quarterback getting caught, like smoking on like the bench, you know, like, Oh yeah. Like George Blanda, <laughs> like going to quick dragon. Um, or that famous great picture of like Len Dawson at halftime, just like mm. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. As bad as, as bad as smoking is and not to condone smoking. Like, it's like there are some pretty like memorable, like pretty cool, like, pictures and things like that 100 like, Frank just, like, Sinatra so, like, makes it look so cool it's just so bizarre to see like athletes smoking and now like you just thinking about how like you know, they're smoking restaurants their diets nowadays like look at tom brady like he's like a cyborg you yeah, know he, like, he only eats to like fuel himself and not for like flavor and he like what did Babe so Ruthie like the day before a and game? Then, like, and then you can you imagine like Jim Leland like in the background like third inning like oh <laughs> shit I need to smoke <laughs> like yeah. like today if a ball player saw that I mean first of all they can't be that surprised because people still dip but like I feel like a cigarette would just be so ridiculous and the, yeah and the you're like this guy's this guy's a professional athlete and he's smoking <laughs> cigarettes <laughs> I feel like that'd be uh, I think the player coach. I think it would obviously only work in three sports, right? Baseball, hockey, basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think player coach, you know, obviously Frank Robinson, Bill Russell, Pete Rose. And then for hockey, I think of just slap shot, you know, yeah. that, well, that's I, all I think about. I, I thought of another honorable mention and it might be actually a replace my other ones that I just thought of. I think it, I think that athletes, should have regular jobs in the off season like they used to back in the day. <laughs> like LeBron James is like a grocery bagger yeah. in the off season. Someone selling used cars. <laughs> yeah. Show, yeah. Show well, Chuck, Chuck Vanderick, uh, the legendary uh, Eagles player, they called him Ch- Car- uh, Concrete Charlie, used to sell concrete to construction companies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could think of a long list. Like Shohei Otani is like calling you up. Would you like to buy like insurance? I wanted them though in like bad entry sales jobs. Yeah, like pyramid scheme levels. Like, hey, if you buy this much, like Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justin Fields, you work at Walgreens. Yeah, man, yeah. it's off season. 
I don't, yeah, I don't train year round for my job. I got a family to feed. I got to yeah. pick up another job. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a good one. Something okay. that's not, not wardrobe for two. So I'll, I'll take one of those out and replace that. Yeah. All right. Well, Kev, it's, it's going to be back. I think we got to, we got to do our ranking three. That's a good God, that'd be so cool if someone were aviators in the outfield, but, you know. Hey, never say never. You might see it. Never Just say never. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll be more consistent now. It's, I, you know, we're, like you might be going to Montana, and I might be – I am going to Florida next week. But I think it's just the, the football season, like you get so – it's you're more on a schedule. You know, it's one game a week. You know, it's not summer for me to kind of get a more consistent schedule. And it's the big topic that – we start this podcast about so we'll be getting back into regularly scheduled shows and just you know give us an excuse to talk sports at least once a week yeah yeah all right so Kev. Can, yeah you can you can look for this episode i'm sure it'll be posted in the next day or so and uh yeah it's good uh good we got a we got a blast on twitter to, yeah to we, let people, we we've always just dropped our episodes i think now we have to be like and we're yeah. back or i i don't know the title i'm not yeah we'll, we'll we'll get it out there and we'll let larry borum's mom who still follows us uh that we're back out there and maybe that's the if we got like i noticed we've got like a random bots following us oh yeah you get like all sorts of crazy bots following you yeah yeah they all look like only fans like bots I mean, it's it's some some of them i clicked on I'm like oh that's a boob <laughs> yeah i don't know how you heard about us but yeah Makes our makes our follower go up one at a time. You don't have to know who it is, but get another follower that way. But yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll post this shortly. And thanks for listening. And that's another episode of the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!